You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Your old one turned up to the max. I feel yes. that. Call me Stella Holes. <laughs> <laughs> like Rosa. <laughs> I rise. <laughs> uh, okay. We recording. Um, welcome to Ratchet Ramblings, niggas. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to episode 143. Yeah, episode 143. We back. Um, and we back with a full lineup. You know, the pandemic been hard on reality TV because so much shit had to stop uh, filming. But we got Love and Marriage Huntsville, Married to Medicine, Los Angeles, uh, Black Ink Chicago is back and Marriage Boot Camp Hip Hop Edition has started up. So, uh, as usual, it's Candace, not so newlywed PC on all social media, uh, joined by the most I, uh, outlandish piece of shit between wow. the two of us. Wow. Uh, Jeremy is here. Wow. Uh, it be your own niggas. Hello, everybody. It be your I'm own here. Oh, wow. Wow, I will take no questions, please. Thank you so much. Um, I am here um, for today. My AKA will be Entanglement Jones. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My name is I Don't Have a Colonic Jaw. Uh, If you know, you know. Mm. Um, Please don't boo boo. Please don't boo boo in the bed if if she's giving you good head. (laughs) That's the motto for the week. (laughs) Don't ruin nobody's satin sheets with your satin shit. Ooh. Uh, A few network announcements. Um, We have launched a scholarship in Curtis Honor. It is open for application to two black LGBTQIA students. Uh, I'm sorry, but it's not for white people or non-black people, honestly. Um, our own or straight people, people. Yeah, or straight people. Our own people in the community, um, they need our help. They need to feel supported, even with things like being able to get a college education. So if you know of any black LGBTQIA college students who are enrolled at least half time at a junior or four-year institute, please feel free to apply for this scholarship by going to flawlessnoises.com backslash scholarship. The link will be in the episode and uh, show notes. Um, but we want to help y'all be able to get an education. So yeah. Yes. Um, if you haven't go listen to I'm not mad. I'm pissed hosted by Darren Keith, our political podcast. He really, uh, he really kicked it off in grand fashion by calling Mitch McConnell foul neck. Um, Accurate. Very. He talks about the importance of chief of staff um, and how every chief of staff since Nixon has made or broken a presidency. Uh, Mm. He talks about the importance of 
being uh, informed and exercising your right to vote. He talks about the disappointment when, you know, the DNC took the easy way out and made Biden the forerunner. Um, yes. I mean, he's, he's pulling everybody's cards. I mean, he's definitely getting in and off on these trifling ass Republicans and the GOP, but he's also got some smoke for the Democrats as well. So you want to yes. be tuned into that and don't forget to let check out love drought podcast with Randy Simone and Reese Ray. And they talk about what it's been like to date or even be able to um socialize with the opposite sex during the pandemic uh, i know it's been <laughs> i know it's been hard for a lot of y'all uh yeah it, it me, it y'all yeah y'all been catching hell on these dating apps come, um, come on with this brag for in-house dick you over this, you know what? This is not the Patreon. I almost said something very. Right, look at you, look at you, look uh, at you. That Stella Rosa got you. You like you <laughs> wine drunk. You feel you feeling frisky. But this, this is, is not, not the, the podcast to talk about getting your nipple smooched, okay? We I, here. Li- <laughs> look, okay. Some of us are not fortunate <laughs> to have to have in house yeah, coochie, okay? <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, favor ain't always fair, but it happens. Uh, mm. um, <laughs> but yeah, look, they shared they shared their experiences with like dating apps. They shared their experiences with, um, you know, old work coming out the cut in the time of great boredom and so on and so forth. And I got some good chuckles off of it as well. It's always interesting to hear the dating experience when times are completely changing. Um, because you can't just go and kick it no more. Like you can't even, honestly, you shouldn't even want to do one night stands and not because of STDs, but the Rona out there. Yeah. Rona will make it your last night stand. Yeah. So not only do you have to protect yourself from STDs, shit, you got to protect your life from From whole ass Rona. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting to hear their perspective, but they did. Um, I did find some, some humor in, in some of the, things that they shared um and so it's worth checking out like i really enjoyed these two brand new podcasts we have and i think you will too yes uh, it with the winning team you know it uh, i think that's it that's that's oh, it. also we was on a we guessed it on oh we were friend. on single simulcast yes. with rashani um welcome back guys we've missed you they yes. took a little hiatus as well um to get everything in order the pandemic has been hard on everybody um but it was it's a hilarious episode uh we talked about some good things we talked Candace about was the, being a piece of shit but she gonna do that anyway because that's just how she is wait was i all i did was i want to talk about the great entanglement the, um, <laughs> the great <laughs> case in point <laughs> talk about the great entanglement we talked about some some bullshit literally on twitter um how kids are haters yeah kids are haters and natural born cock blockers um it was a good show so if you haven't head on over show some love by pressing play and welcoming uh rashani and shantae back 
after taking some time off. Also, a big shout out to Stephanie from Mocha Menace Podcast. She had taken a little hiatus to tend to herself because we stand self-care, but she's coming back as well. So welcome back to the Mocha Menace Podcast. Um yeah, I think, I think that's that's it. That, that's it. So let's we're gonna hop into we're gonna head over to the West Coast first because Married to Medicine LA for their seasons to be so short, it this this didn't give me a lot. Yeah, it was the penultimate episode because I think the finale is tonight. Yeah, the the finale is tonight. Um I I wanna say and we could cover this like ASAP. Um the Jasmine we knew would show up as it pertains to Kendra's weight and weight loss journey finally yep. showed up. Yep. Uh, and reared her ugly head. Here's the thing. It was just you training me, you helping me with my weight loss journey does not make you the warden of everything fitness and nutritious in my life. Yeah. If while I'm out, I want to partake in a drink or I want to have some carbs, that is my business and that is what I will do. Especially because I on am vacation. Grown on vacation um and i hate that as y'all called it she's trying to constantly embarrass her too like it's never a moment where they step off to the side and she kind of reaffirms her like hey kendra you've been doing so good i don't know if you really want to blow all of the hard work you've been putting in for one night of gratification like there's so many ways she could say things to her without basically saying honk honk watch what you eat fat ass Honk, yeah. honk, because that's kind of like, the feeling that comes off like she's shaming her. Yeah, she doesn't give any, like, positive reaffirmation or positive criticism. It comes from a place of, bitch, we are in gym, and you got to run these laps because I said so. And it's like, ma'am, miss ma'am, bitch, I only have to answer to one person, and that's my husband. And, well, I mean, we'll get into it. Really, she don't even answer to him. But the point being, like, Kendra is a grown-ass woman, like, that's why we, like you said, we was cautious when this started because, I mean, we already knew Jasmine was a bozo, but it was only a matter of time for the bozo-ness um, reared its head in terms of trying to help Kendra. Like, it doesn't seem like she's trying to help Kendra at this point. It's more like controlling Kendra. It's more like she, and she even centered herself in the argument. Well, I have all these things I could do. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a business owner and yet you're wasting my time well don't do it don't do it if it's that serious don't do it because my thing is even if Kendra is not following what you want her to down to the T she is definitely learning yeah and she's definitely trying to exercise some self-control so even if she doesn't get it right the first time to you, it shouldn't feel like a waste of time because if you're teaching from a genuine place, you know that no matter the outcome, you were helping to give her the proper tools to get it right when she, when she so chooses. Right. Like you, you, I hate when motherfuckers like bring up, like when, as soon as they don't get their way or they being out of line, they be like, well, I did all this for you and I could have been doing something else. Well, then you shouldn't have done it in the first damn place. That's your bad, not mine basically you the one with egg on your face well she probably wouldn't eat it because she'd be worried about the cars but still yeah um can i just say this what's up where we going (sighs) leah is very ugly (laughs) 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 you had that long ass pause to say that she's ugly 
She is very ugly, and she looks like Chauncey Billups. Oh, you know what? Okay. So, and I just, I... You leave Chauncey Leah alone. That's what you do. (laughs) Leah Billups is fucking ugly. She looks like Chauncey Billups, and if you Google Chauncey Billups right now from the Detroit Pistons, Y'all will agree with me. You might still think I'm a piece of shit and it's time for me to get out, but the truth will still be the truth. I mean, two things can be true at the same time. She's very ugly and very shady. What is this beef? Speaking of her and Jasmine, this, like, tension and beef they have is stupid. And I I blame Leah because I feel like she goes out her way to nitpick at Jasmine. Like, okay, Jasmine is a fitness and a nutrition freak. We get it. Every time she doesn't want to eat something, we don't need you huffing and puffing. If she don't want to eat no fucking biscuits, she don't have to eat no biscuits. If the bitch want to wake up in the morning and do lunges while she on her way to the breakfast table, that's her business. Okay? It shouldn't just be that I, deep. Just I roll like the rest of the girls. Like, every time she say something or do something, like, oh, come on, Jasmine. If you don't like Jasmine, just leave her alone. Y'all two can go exist in the same space without you trying to nitpick at her, weirdo. And we still, you always got something to say about people's husbands. Where is yours? Why have we not seen him? Why are you here? Like, I don't understand why she's on the show like i get why kendra's here i get why britain is here i get why money's here i even get why shanique and jasmine are here i don't get why leah is here um speaking of shanique sis it was a novelty party with novelty gifts what exactly did you want from dr imani what, did you want a Gucci bag or something? What more of a gift could you have wanted for a novelty gift-giving party? Because giving somebody a bag of dicks is not a great gift. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, a funny gift. It's a funny gift. It was perfect for the mood and the moment and why y'all yeah. were there. I mean, it's but something in, that money probably could use. I'll give you that. <laughs> but in, in, re- in being realistic, bitch, who wants a bag of dicks for a gift? And not even moving dicks and vibrating dicks and specialty dicks. This is just a rubber suction dick, bitch. Like a box of dicks. Don't act dick, like dick you got her. Don't act like you got her the safari joint. <laughs> like now, if you would have got her the, the safari, then then I would agree with you. Like, don't play yourself. Imani got you a little bullhorn. Like, I don't remember. Of all the gifts given, I thought they was all pretty cheesy. And your homegirl didn't even buy a gift. She regifted a gift she got from another point in time. Yeah. Like, she step actually off, did worse. Right, like, step off the gas. Like, you dead ass. <laughs> um, I thought it was, like, a kind of... I thought it was a Meg gift. Because I'm not finna sit here and act like Imani's gift was great. Like, I ain't finna sit here and lie. But, like, it was it a was Meg a gift little for a Meg gift. But it was, a, yeah, it, was a, it was a novelty gift for a novelty party. Could she have thrown in some other little tacky novelty gifts? Absolutely. Yeah. But if you're if your reason for giving a gift is because you're expecting a great gift in return, just don't do gift yeah. This is why I just get niggas gift cards. Because niggas love gift cards. This is why you shouldn't even have those type of parties if you're expecting a super quality gift in return. 
Like, you should have picked another event. It wasn't that deep to me. Girl, just give us some chicken shit. <laughs> Niggas love chicken. Um, so you know how sometimes black women have an affinity for putting non-black men on pedestals thinking that they don't act like black men, straight black men a lot of times? Well, yeah. thank you, Filipino Jesus, for Hobart. Because he Come is on, showing Filipino the- Jesus. <laughs> he is showing us that men can be trash of all races, ethnicities, nationalities, religions, and so on and so forth. I have never seen a more inconsiderate lack of empathy than I have with this motherfucker as it pertains to Kendra going back to work and establishing a sense of normalcy for herself. Like, are you serious? Imagine having a wife that's a doctor and you would prefer her to stay home and be a stay-at-home mom instead of fulfilling what she spent nearly a decade's worth of years in school to become. Yeah. I'm eloquent as a motherfucker after I drink a little bit. I I was about to say, friend, that was that was that was very sharp. Look at our engineer engineering literature. Okay, we see you. Yeah. yeah, like I like Hobart. He just was, you know, a typical straight man. Like, you know, he just didn't get it, and he definitely didn't get like the race dynamic, which I thought was good on Mac and um, Shanique's husband for telling him that. Like, uh, oh, Robert. Robert, yes, that's his name. Thank you, friend. Like, I I like that Mac and Robert kind of schooled Hobart. Like, hey, this this is not only a, a a gender issue for women, but especially black women as well. I did like that but um hobart had a had a had a stupid moment he definitely did um i hope he, he had a very stupid moment he said she was trying to run from their baby that's not it like do y'all understand women are whole human beings that had whole lives prior to having kids no you don't your patriarchy won't allow you to see that she was a whole last full-time ass OBGYN. And so because you think she's a mother, now her whole entire life, her whole being, all of her womanhood, everything she strives to be should be placed in the lap of an infant child who they don't do much and they don't slap for real to be sitting in the house with them nonstop. Come on, they don't slap for real. They don't slap for real. I remember when Linda was a baby, Mike used to be like, dang, she don't do nothing. <laughs> she, now he wish he could go back to that. Right. He do everything <laughs> he, he, he relapses. Y'all, y'all going through it over there. <laughs> Terrible threes. Listen, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank God for Mac. And that's, first of all, Britton, what is you doing? Why is that man unfucked? <laughs> why, is your hus- why is your husband unfucked when he seemed to be handsome and had some goddamn sense yeah, he's very handsome and you're not bad looking either Brittany. I would like to see it but y'all have to get in there for me to see it exactly y'all gotta be in the same bed for me to see it correct and so far I can't I for, see I for it I goddamn sure would want to see y'all before I see Shanique and her husband I'll tell you that well so when Shanique had on them little ass booty shorts, I was like, damn, I don't give a fuck if her husband ugly. Her alone is enough to say, I would like to see it. 
I mean, maybe just you know not, just, maybe not just don't put the camera on his face. Yeah. Cause he little, that, uh, but he got a nice body. He in shape, but like, just don't pan to his face. But I was like, her, I didn't know. I didn't pay attention, but that is one beautiful ass woman. Yeah. You know what? That's and she, fair, and she that's stacked fair. up too. Yeah. 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 Look, this nigga whole demeanor didn't change. Yeah. yeah she got it. Talk, now you want to talk about cake. <laughs> and look at you, Jeremy. And guess what? It's my birthday. <laughs> Shut up, nigga. Your birthday was February 14. <laughs> hey, play semantics. Listen, love me through it, okay? <laughs> you can make it. You got to start using hotepi bullshit or spiritual bullshit, fake look. spiritual bullshit. You can make every day your day of birth if every day you centering yourself. What? So, in other words, just act like dumb. I know you inspired. You like that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but this ain't real light special. So just hold your mule. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love seeing Imani be carefree at the drag show, but I agree. Where did all them fucking senior citizens come from? Right. Like they I bought did. her the bingo night at the drag show. I didn't know if this was the drag show or the old show. I couldn't tell you. But it ended up being a fun show, and like I said, I enjoyed seeing Imani let her hair down and yeah. be cool. I enjoyed all of them having fun, to be honest. Even little ugly ass. <sighs> <laughs> this is your fault. I wouldn't even go talk about her, but you. She ugly. You popped it off. Oh no, she looked like Sam Cassell. Uh, you know what? All right, let's move on. Let's, she you know got the teeth on. too. Yeah, that's yeah, that's Let's it. Let's move on. I, I, I'm sick of you. Okay, <laughs> you leave Leo Castell alone. Goddamn it. Uh uh, listen. Um, cut to the next morning, and they're leaving. Um, I just, I, so we just got on Hobart for being stupid. Um, and then Kendra turn around and be stupid. But then, yeah, Kendra turns around and be stupid. And I absolutely agree with the ladies. And it's not that she wants to work or take the job. It's how she's going about it that yeah. is kind of funky. And then it's going to give Hobart a leg to stand on. Because the minute after she was done with the interview, her and Hobart should have had a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like when you was confident and they was talking about drawing up contracts and this, that, and the third, that's when you should have sat down and talked to him. Would he have been receptive? I don't know. But the way you're doing it, it, it looks kind of sneaky. And now it's, well, I'm going to take the job, then I'm going to tell him about it. Yeah, which is going to cause more problems. You know what Mac had said to Hobart? Oh, that really stuck out to me. As soon as Kendra told the latest, I was like, again, like you said, look at Mac having sense. The communication between Hobart and Kendra is like dysfunctional at best. And when the when the communication uh, when the communication fails, the relationship fails. Now, am I saying they headed for a divorce? No, but this is causing more friction in their marriage and their relationship that need that needs to be because they can't communicate together effectively. 
Hobart because he can't see past himself being a straight man and, like you said, subscribing to patri- patriarchy. And Kendra because she's like, well, since you want to be stupid, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway, and that's not going to get y'all together on the same page like y'all need to be at any point. Yeah. Yeah, I I I, I thought that was a little on the irresponsible side. Um, yeah. And just, and just, I guess I feel like the worst you're not gonna you're not having conflict resolution by doing shit like that you just making it worse right just making it worse jeremy check the group chat um <laughs> okay hold on i'll be right back let me get my phone hold on so jasmine I have a problem with the fact that Jasmine is always telling the other ladies how to feel and how to emote. But as Dr. Britton so poignantly stated, we don't know shit about your life and your husband because your husband is never around and you never bring him up. But yet you always want everybody to be an open book with you and you're not an open book with everybody. And as fuck you. And that was the... <laughs> hello. Man, I ain't no, I, I ain't no damn look you put this bullshit. In the <laughs> I hate you. I hate you with every fiber of my body. Ah, that is so harsh, friend. Why? Hell, it's harsh what you put in the goddamn chest. Oh, <laughs> fuck you, me. Um, I get. So I'm kind of sick of Jasmine trying to tell all the other ladies how to emote and behave in the group, and she don't even be taking her own advice. That's because her husband a drug dealer, but she don't want nobody to know. And if so, you owe Dr. Imani an apology. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it it still wasn't a minor place to say, but she didn't lie. Yeah. It's um it's good to see the way Imani and Shanique are connecting, but I for uh well the season finale is tonight, so I don't foresee a motherfucking thing <laughs> if it ain't happened by now. But I'm surprised <laughs> Jasmine is not taking it kind of personally. But yeah, it was really nice to see Shanique and Dr. Imani lean in on each other for support in this episode. Um, it was good to see Shanique actually emote in this episode because she does a good job putting on a brave face um and being honest and saying she finally she needs something for herself yeah. fuck you jeremy you can't report me as spam i'm here to stay the, the hey. hell you say <laughs> i'm finna get um, twitter rules <laughs> we get you out of here i'm tired it's definitely good to see them lean into each other and be there for each other um and how Jasmine feels is totally normal because when women get married and women have kids, typically they do bear the majority of the the emotional labor and just the domestic labor. And, the, and then being married to someone as busy as a doctor, the onus of the kids keeping home and trying to have something for yourself is all on your shoulders. It all becomes tied to you. So... I'm glad that Dr. Imani told her to follow through with this, have something for yourself. The kids are getting older, getting more self-sufficient. Start to start to prioritize yourself so that you don't end up resenting your husband in the long run. Yes. <clears throat> and also her husband uh, needs to get off his lazy ass and help. Um, with 
all the domestic work and labor that he didn't that he said he wasn't gonna do when she decided to change jobs. Mm-hmm. You are busy. I give you that. You're a doctor. Lord knows I ain't nobody's damn doctor. Could you imagine? Good God. Uh, but <laughs> I ain't nobody's doctor. Sounding like a two piece Tuesday. Hey, so listen, good. we didn't need you to add on to the joke, friend. <laughs> we <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> It'd be your own business. My bad, my bad. I ain't mean to. I ain't mean to. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like he track. a doctor. <clears throat> He a doctor, and we get that, and Lord knows that is a busy job, not taking anything from that. But he can afford, more than afford, to step up and do some extra work, especially with Shanique changing the job. So, yes, go for hers, but also, uh, Robert, get off your ass. I mean, it seems like you are, but continue to get up off your ass. What little ass you do have, you garden gnome? That is a uh, short man. That is a very short man. Season finale tonight. So we'll be discussing it on the next episode. But for now, that's it. And I want to scoot over to Love and Marriage Huntsville. So this is the official uh, season premiere. And this is season two, episode one, Melody Special Delivery. Um, First of all, I don't want to be this person, but I'm going to be this person we all knew she wasn't leaving that fine ass, no good was, ass nigga. I was about to say we. I mean, she was not gonna let nobody else get the benefit of having that fine ass, stupid ass nigga. It wasn't and gonna happen. And and then and people around her wasn't gonna let her because what she she told that girl was it destiny or her assistant or whatever. She was like, if I falter and waver. And deciding to divorce this nigga, you check me. And she flat out told her, girl, you staying with that nigga. I ain't going to tell you shit. And then she going to get all smart like, well, maybe y'all should be getting paid for seeing the future. Because y'all knew something I didn't know. Girl, girl shut you, up. Knew you knew you weren't leaving that nigga, man. Shut up. Laying on our goddamn face. So, yeah, it's just like, girl, Because you knew you weren't going to leave that nigga. You let that nigga on, his, on that bed when they was having surgery, and you was rightfully upset at that nigga for gaslighting you. That doctor said, we finna go into the surgery, and you was like, I love you, Martel. We knew you were finna leave that nigga. At all. Yeah, when that so, nigga was recovering from surgery here, you was giving him some goddamn entanglement treatment and shit. We do goddamn work. Y'all never, like, this the thing. All that bickering, all that divorce talking, y'all had never, y'all never stopped fucking. Yeah, exactly. Um, But the way that she's able to be happy with him now is because he basically can have no privacy in their relationship to earning her trust back. So Which, she has mm. his passwords to all his social media, his email, the codes to his cell phone. Whenever he goes um, somewhere, whenever he, he goes her. somewhere, he has to FaceTime her so she can look around the room and so on and so forth. And that's a fucking lot. That oof. Oof. That's a ton. Um, that is that is confinement than a motherfucker, ain't it? Right, shit. She he went from entanglement to confinement. Right, that motherfucker yeah. might as well be in quarantine. Basically, um, so I'm one of those people that sits on the fence about repeat baby showers after so many kids. 
Mm. Um, uh, one part of me says, bitch, it ain't your business, your body, your baby. So if somebody want to have a baby shower for every child they pregnant with, it's, it's, that's their business and they can do what they want. The other part of me is like, after a boy and a girl, just cut it, cut it. No, you got your <laughs> boy, you got your girl. You done had a baby shower for one of each sex. Let's just call it even Steven. This is child number four, correct? This is child number four for Melody and Martell. And uh, this is a child that they're having amidst uh, divorce rumors and everything else. So I just Mm. thought that the baby shower was extremely tacky. Um, It was tacky. It was a lot. Like the whole family pulling up in a horse and a carriage and all this kind of shit. Meanwhile, you didn't spend all this money on the the planning, but your tracks is showing. Mm. (laughs) I knew you was going to bring that up. (laughs) Your tracks was showing at your baby shower. Talk about baby hair. Dead ass. Your tracks was showing. Mm. I mean, I, uh, I half a pedal, I guess, because they was like, I, we extra and we know it, but just because you acknowledge it still don't mean it ain't fucking stupid. I, your tracks are showing at your baby <laughs> shower, sis. Okay, for all that highfalutin jibber-jabber you be spitting on our goddamn TV screens, oh, your, tracks was sh- <laughs> your, your tracks was showing at your baby shower. Melanie for Luton. Miss Mamas. Miss Mamas, mm. what is you doing? Mm. Apparently showing them they, tracks. That's they make wigs for that. They got whole wigs where you can't... They got whole ass what lace wigs. And you was out here at your baby shower with your track showing, sis. Ooh, that give me the heebie-jeebies. Mm. <laughs> so... Why is Destiny here, child? Trying, trying hard as a motherfucker to get the spotlight, girl. Okay, is Destiny the one that had a problem with the other one saying that she don't know who she is? Yes, Destiny okay. is Melody's okay. friend who had an issue with Kimmy, who is Maurice's wife, um, saying that she didn't know who he, who her husband was. But she heard he makes some good fried chicken. So they must be, they must own a restaurant or something like that. Yeah. What is that to be offended about? Me saying I don't know you when I don't actually know you? Like I legitimately do not know you. This is our first time interacting and meeting. And yeah, I don't know you. Like I, it's I mean, I would, I, I mean, if, if you stop being weird, we can get to know each other, but this is not a good start. Yeah, that's. Like, That's nobody a, came for you or your baby's chicken. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> my baby, his chicken. Ain't that right, Kimmy? Like, girl, you really got a hard on behind that little ass, little cute ass, big you. So, like, this the thing. If I say I don't know you, but I heard great things about you, why would you be upset about that? Because essentially, if you and your husband or your baby or your husband, because she, they newly was, if you yeah. and your husband own a restaurant and somebody says I've never eaten there but I heard wonderful things about it why would that be upsetting to you unless you are a fucking bozo to which 
I could tell by the way that ponytail was gelled down. You are a fucking bozo. <laughs> Candace. <laughs> and you wanted to argue about it at somebody's fucking baby shower. Girl, don't nobody give a fuck about that clucking ass chicken. I was about to say, ain't this baby shower supposed to be about Melody and Martell and the baby? Are you making it about this this offhand comment that offended you so damn bad that you hold it on to a grudge about it a whole year later? I just, I'm just saying that that is that is very weird. That's that's, that's very weird. Very weird, and that's like somebody that's like somebody on Twitter saying like excuse me like i don't know who jeremy is but i heard his tweets are funny like why would i get upset about somebody not knowing who the fuck i am like okay thanks yeah right i appreciate the compliment thank you um so i'm gonna explain the connection so kimmy is maurice wife there's a third couple on this show Marceau and his wife, Leticia. Yes. Marceau and Maurice are brothers. That's the connection. Um, so Marceau and his wife, Leticia, are apparently beefing with Melody and Martel. Yes. Because I, I guess they had a reunion and what went down at the reunion. Yeah, which was basically about um, the cheating incident. Yeah, because you got to remember base and this is based on I watched a couple seasons, I, I mean, a couple episodes from this past first season. Um, But you have to remember that Martell, everybody was disgusted by this cheating shit, except Martell and his mama. Yeah, like even the guys was disappointed in him when he finally told them that he had cheated on her and had been dating this woman exclusively like calling him calling her his girlfriend um for like two years yeah but yeah so melody and leticia weren't getting along thus kimmy asking why they weren't invited to the baby shower um and melody was like well she sent me a text message and apologizing for some stuff she said and then turned around and was retweeting every negative thing she could about me um on the dirty bird and to be honest melody that's fair i wouldn't invite a bitch either who retweets the shade yeah my question is this though i do agree my question is this though was it stuff about melody or was it stuff about martell and she just took offense because she knew she wasn't gonna leave that nigga yeah like that's my only question because if it was about Melody, absolutely fair game. If it was about Martell and she just got offended because even though she he cheated on her at the end of the day, that's still her man, then uh, I don't know, sis. Maybe you should have left that nigga. I'm just saying. But let's just assume it was about Melody. I ain't she- gonna lie. He he a good that mother man he is fine as hell okay I damn and she annoying and she beautiful she wasn't leaving that nigga they too attractive together like they they worth more together than separate honestly because because they have branded themselves as this super attractive moving and shaking 
power black couple. So that's what people want from them. People don't care about Melody. They People don't care about Martel. Women made to get in his draws, but that's basically it. Yeah, they got to keep up the image. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And apparent, and she keep fucking on him no matter what he do. So it's hey, what he got in them drawers got to be telling it all. <laughs> From the windows to the wall. To the sweat drip down his balls. All skeet skeet. Not not uh, she pregnant again, goddamn. Yeah. Um, and I think the last key thing in this episode was that, uh, Melody was hurt that her dad couldn't rearrange his schedule to come to her baby shower. Um, I will say this. If I know enough raggedy shit about my friends, uh, or family's partner, I don't really want to be around them either. Like I don't okay, know. Okay, so we're really on the wanna, same page. We're on the yeah, same page. I don't know that I really want to play cool with your partner just because you back cool with them. Yeah. After months of, and months and months of dragging them to and telling me everything they do wrong. Now you want me to come sit up at a baby shower where y'all was just in the midst of a divorce when you announced you was pregnant. Yeah, because from that conversation Melody had with her brother and about their father and about what he knows about it. That let me know that uh, her daddy don't fuck with Martell at all. <laughs> and I don't blame him. Nor does her older brother, for real. Yeah, because we're going to see in the next episode, they look like they might come to blows, which, fair. I mean, I'll be real with you. I'll be real with you. I'll be real with you. I don't really have nothing for people that do my friends and, and loved ones dirty, for real. <laughs> like, I, I ain't really got, I am not that person. Like, I, I just won't show up. I'll be like her dad. Like, I, I, I can't even do this. Like, you cool, back cool with them. That's all well and good for you. But as for me, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay home. And I can respect the fact that if that hurts you, I respect that. And I understand. But I just can't do it. Because fuck that nigga. <laughs> And I believe her daddy is on the same type of energy. I do too. I'm sorry. My thoughts got away from me because I just, like, I want to be, uh, I want to be mad at her father. But, like, what what could we really, like, I'm surprised her mama want to be there. And then right. sitting next to that awkward conversation she had with his mama Martell, your mama in that thin ass hair now, child. Now, come on now. <laughs> Jesus, now. Now. All Lord, that today. Big, Lord, this hair today. <laughs> all that big money shit y'all be talking. And your mama had that, that Easter bang. Like, it got rolled with some foam rollers. Mm. Like, God know you lying. Mm. Know it. Mm. Easter hunts be along her head, I tell you what. I tell you what, that tight ass bang. So yeah, like I understand her feelings being hurt, but at the same time, it's like you gotta sis, look at the material. This man just embarrassed you nationally. And yeah. what do you want for us to do? Yeah. Like and I was dad, I wanted again, to I picked up see, I can I can peep shit. Like from the way he, your brother was talking. He know what your what that nigga did, and he don't fuck with Martell at all. At all. 
which I don't blame him. So, yeah, I'm looking I, forward I was to like the that. next episode when uh, her brother Grill Martell fulfilled. Word, um, that's it for love. I'm glad we added this to the lineup. Can I say that? I am too. Um, I, I sure appreciate the recommendations because I'd heard some things, but at the time we were so full when season one started that we couldn't fit it in. But I'm so glad we able to add it to the lineup because this shit is good and messy. Yeah, I it's like good it. and messy. I, I definitely like it. Um, but we're gonna take a short break, and after the break, we will head on over to uh marriage boot camp and we're gonna finish off with Black Ink Chicago. Are you enjoying this episode? Be sure to stay tuned after the break for the rest of it. But while you're here, be sure to check out some of the other great shows on Flawless Noises Media Network, such as the brand new I'm Not Mad, I'm Pissed and Love Drought Podcast. And tune in for some of your favorites, such as Mama Meets World, Mystic Moments, Crown and Collards, and that's just to name a few. Thank you for being a listener. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for tuning back in with us after the break. Um, so yeah, Marriage Boot Camp Hip Hop Edition is back. Um, we didn't cover the first episode, but we are going to talk about the first two episodes. You know, the first two episodes aren't really the heaviest. We are just getting an, introdu- an introduction to the couples and seeing who is the shit starter. Um, as usual, it's Dr. Ish and Judge Lynn Toller. That's a beautiful ass woman. Uh, Thank you. hear me crinkling foil. London is trying to eat some of my burrito. Because you know what? You can't have nothing. It'd be uh, your own kids. Mm. Um, but let's talk, let's about, talk about the five cast, couples. Because, um, mm, 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 mm. go ahead, friend. Because <laughs> I have words and thoughts. And by words so and thoughts, I mean this jokes. Is a, this is the 17th season. Episode one, electing to face the music. Uh, so first couple to arrive, uh, some lady claiming to be Hazel E. Because and nigga. A, and a guy 15 years uh, younger than her, she said. Mm-hmm. Devon. Devon, yes. Uh, it's some lady claiming to be Hazel Lee because this ain't the same lady that we hey, saw. Why she built like that? Did you like? Is everything okay at home? No, it's Hazel E. She's never been okay at home. This hmm. is the same lady that has been on nothing yeah, but reality bitch, TV stuff. Listen, show, this bitch elevator going straight down, and she calling herself a celebrity. She a said, superstar. "Class." She said, "High list celebrities like myself." Like girl, well, how, when? For what we've seen you on nothing but love and hip hop Hollywood exclusively nothing but love and hip hop Hollywood high class where high list where mm. where real celebrities don't even know you sis Mm-mm. and while we here how did you get surgery and you look worse you up here looking like Bowser I don't understand You def this is some lady definitely cosplaying as Hazel Lee because this ain't the same person we saw Masika put heels and hands on. 
And also, mm-hmm. while we're here, uh, lady pretending to be Hazel Lee, ma'am, sister, beloved, you are here with this light-skinned nigga because you said you want to know if he's really here for you and really loves you or is just here for the clout, just here to get something from you. Yeah. I thought you had to be successful in order to have clout. I thought you had to have things in order for someone to want to take advantage of, of you and use you for your things. I didn't know Hazelie had things. The last thing I know that you had was a black eye from a seeker. So unless this nigga Devon wants that, I don't see a reason for him to be trying to take advantage of you. Speaking of taking advantage of, you are 15 years older than this nigga. You are a predator. You think you, you think you Jada. More entanglement. Mm. Hazel entanglement. That's what the E stands for. (laughs) That's what the E. (laughs) Entanglement. (laughs) Entanglement E. (laughs) Hazel Hazel Entanglement. I think that's the show title. Yeah, I think we're going to. Yeah, that's the show title. (laughs) Let me write that down. Yeah, that's the show title. Oh. But girl, you are gross. Honestly, you've always been gross. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, she was gonna do that anyway, cause that's just how she is. But like, the timing could not have been worse. Like, Jada up here, you know, praying on August Alcina. Then here you go with a nigga fifteen young, years younger than you. You, this was the wrong time for them to add this shit. Yeah. I. Mm, mm, mm. You're nasty. <laughs> and you're delusional. Um, then we have... Uh, yeah, we have Corrupt and Tony. Corrupt has a drinking... Oh, hold on. Uh, Hazel and Devon are there because Hazel wants to be sure that he likes her for her and is not using her as a form of clout chasing because of her celebrity status. Um, do with that what you will. Uh, delusions of grandeur indeed. Um, Talk about hazy vision. Yeah. 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 Crazy minus the CR gives you hazy. That's hazily stupid ass because absolutely not. Um, Corrupt has a drinking problem and he and Tony have toxic explosive fights and he cheats. Girl, you've been with him three years. You could have been left. Y'all don't got no kids together. Didn't she say she cheats back? Or was that somebody else? No, no, no. That's Willie Taylor from Day 26 and his wife Shonda. And if you'll remember, Willie and Shonda were on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood when it first started. Ah. Uh, um, I think I might have missed that because I came into Hollywood like in season two or three. Yeah, this uh this was like when the original cast was Ray J, Princess. Uh, Tierra Marie, Willie, and his wife Hazel Lee, and I want to say uh, Brooke Valentine, mm. something like that. Um, but yeah, that's that's where they came from, and they have cheating issues like extreme, extreme cheating issues. He cheats a lot, and so she decided to start cheating back, and then they just turned it into a very shitty, silly 
um, repetitive cycle. A game of tip for tat. There's Phaedra and some nigga named Medina who we don't know what he does, so I can only assume he's part of one of Phaedra's scamming rings. Pretty much. Uh, because they ain't talking one time about what he actually does for a living. Her um, new, her new scam is- toy. Her, her, their issues are intimacy and money issues. She, he, they've never had sex, and she is always talking about he need to man up and pay the piper. Um, and last and certainly not least, Tahiri Jose, infamous for being with Joe Budden, a video vixen, and so on and so forth. Um, and she's dating rapper Vado, and they're they have communication issues, and he's insecure. Uh, Very insecure. Okay. Extremely so, insecure. Yeah. Called her a groupie. Called her a groupie. Called a thirst, her a bucket. thirst bucket. Um, Tahiri says she doesn't know she doesn't know much about Vado because he has walls up. And Vado says Tahiri doesn't show him love like other niggas she's been with that end up hurting her. Yeah, because they've been friends for forever. Which begs the question, y'all been friends forever, but don't know each other. Have y'all really been friends, like you say? Because, uh... Yeah. Exactly. That's a red flag. I I think so. Um... <laughs> uh, also, so... uh, hold on real quick. Let me say this, friend. Like, in Vado's case, like, nigga, you, this your friend, now y'all starting to actually have a romantic relationship, and the woman that that's your friend and you are thinking about settling down with, you call them a thirst bucket because of other niggas? Mm. Mm. Not a good start. Not a good start. Red flag. I agree. Um, but go ahead. Lily and Shonda's situation is the worst one to me just because the they have kids involved and they, it, they have decided that Everything about it should be about how they feel in them and not the health and well-being of their kids. I agree with that. Um, I don't They're like putting it at kids all. in the middle of their bullshit, which is never good. Uh, corrupt is an alcoholic. He doesn't need to be a marriage boot camp. He needs to be in a longer inpatient rehab program. They're yes. not going to be able to work with him because he's going to be intoxicated a majority of the season. Yeah. And that and woman, we... that man has, Tony, that man has sucked the life out of you and you sitting up there sour as you want to be. I had yet to see you smile in two episodes. Why are you here? What are you trying to fix? Right. Like you had the Stop. material. Like, you had the material, and it's not good. Leave him. Exactly. Like, like he don't go. need this. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, why are you there? What is, you're not obligated to be there. Y'all don't share any children. Yeah. That man has taken you through the ringer so badly in three years that you have not been able to sit and enjoy and relax in that beautiful-ass house going to pool. You are there guarded as you want to be. So why are you with him? Common sense says leave. It's not worth it. Because he is on a destructive path on his own with his drinking that he doesn't seem to try to work on or get help for. 
and you don't need to be there because that's going to do nothing but continue to destroy you more than it already has. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, <sighs> when somebody asked the judge, how did you and your husband get through 30 years? And she said, we knew when not to talk. Chef's kiss. Mwah. Like, that's it. That's the one. Wise words. That's the one. Wise words. Um, so that was, that was the premiere episode. And then episode two, drama said, knock you out. Um, it, so first things first, I love, it seems like in this season, Dr. Ish is going, is doing like more personal counseling with the couples versus just majority group stuff. And that was one of the things we said, we love the difference between love goals, which we discussed on, um, Ratchet Reloaded, which we have a new episode coming this week, don't we? Yeah. Yep. Um, and marriage boot camp is that love goes does a lot more one-on-one counseling with Dr. Spirit versus marriage boot camp. A lot of the counseling happens in a group setting, but it seems like Dr. Ish has been going room to room with the couples and, you know, discussing what the big issues are and what they need to sit down and work on. And when he got to Willie and Shonda, that shit almost brought tears to my eyes when he told that man, the your daughter is gonna marry the man based on the lifestyle you gave her mother. Mm. He and didn't lie. so he didn't tell a single lie. He, he and said I know a horrible example. A horrible example. And I know people talk about two parent households, but this is what we say when we say that a two parent household don't always mean healthy and functional. Look at the material being look at the material, if not more. Look at the material right here, right in our face with Willie and Shonda. We're talking about a couple that's been married 13 years, multiple kids, you know, have seen success, have seen this, but in a grand scheme of it. They don't take care of home properly and their kids are the ones suffering from it. Because when y'all having a cheat off, what is the kids doing? What are they like seeing? You, you just having a circle of strife and y'all y'all kids is the spectators. Basically, they trying to see who gonna get to the finish line first. Right. Um, and-, and Shonda broke down. Like, yeah, y'all don't realize that everything y'all are doing at this point is not is self-serving bullshit. It has nothing to do with the parenting. It has nothing to do with being a healthy and happy, cohesive unit. This is a this is a battle of the egos. Right. As it was it was interesting. It's um, not it's not helping y'all kids at all. So they had um they were just hanging out by the pool to hear he had on this like a, a two-piece tracksuit she had on like a little bralette underneath she unzipped her jacket a little bit because she was hot hazel e had a meltdown talking about you just can't pull your titties out in front of other people men none of the men was fucking complaining none of the women gave a damn but here come insecure ass blimpy body ass hazel lee who looked like she'd been doing lean um, crying about this woman, <laughs> she, she bloated like a lean head. Hazel Lee, like right, right in the midsection. Y'all remember? Hey, she got this. When I, y'all remember when Gucci Man was on? Lean? Y- y- we were thinking the same thing. 
Y'all remember? I was just about to Pimp? say she got the same body before Gucci went to jail. Remember when uh Pimp C was doing lean? That shit go right to your midsection. It blow oh, your man. blow your midsection up. So like it's like, come on, Hazelene. So instead of instead of talking to Tahiri, she sneaks off to go find Vado and tells Vado what happened. And then we come put a pin in that because uh, they have their group exercise where they have all their insecurities written on this board and they have to break through the ones that they hate the most. Um, you motherfuckers have some issues. But who who took who took the donkey of the episode award was drunk ass loser corrupt, who at his big ass age, but because he's so drunk, he decides to launch the hammer through the picture. And production had to stop the whole exercise. Like corrupt, you out of like my nigga. Come on. He does not need to be here. He needs to be in somebody's rehab. He need to be in the same rehab that Tierra Marie went to. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, and Hazel E is still at it, arguing with Tahiri till Tahiri shut her down and was like, girl, we grown. Everybody in this house has seen ass and titties. And I was like, and like she told Vado, what's the difference in that? And me being at the bathing, being outside of my bathing suit, it's not that deep. It wasn't no. that deep. Just say you insecure, because that woman much older than you, and she looks good. Mm-hmm. Just say it, Hazel E, that you wish you looked like Tahiri. And the only reason you had a problem with it is because it is Tahiri's fine ass. Right. Because the one thing we have always said about Tahiri, she has has her moments where she is an absolute bozo, but one thing we have never and will never take away from Tahiri is that that is a fine-ass woman. Mm-hmm. Something that you have never been, Hazel. And you hate to see it, literally. Also, Shonda and Hazel Lee beefing over her colorist remarks is the type of negativity I'm here for. Yes. And I was not at all mad at Shonda. Keep your foot yes. on her neck. Because yes, Hazel, we, we hadn't forgotten. We hadn't forgotten those comments forgot. that landed you on uh, Iyanla. Oh, uh, we have forgot. We have forgot. <laughs> we have forgot. <laughs> we have forgot Iyanla. Not nah, my bad. We have forgotten Rondo read your lyrics to Harry. <laughs> yeah. We have forgot pop my butt, pop 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 my butt pop pop. My but what do you think Harriet Tubman would say? <laughs> Lena Horn. We, we have forgot. We have forgot your color of shit, Hazel. And then try to play it off like uh what she said, like I'm a light bitch, like I'm a dark bitch. I call everybody bitch, blah blah blah. No, nah, girl, that ain't it. Nah, nah, that ain't gonna that shit that, that dog don't hunt. You was being colorist and you didn't want to own it. That's all that was. You know who Hazel Lee looked like? Did we ever say this? What's the nigga name that played played in them Ernest movies? Like Ernest goes to jail. She looked like him. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to jail. What's the nigga name? I'm looking at Jim Varney. No. <laughs> oh. no. Jim Varney. <laughs> 
Hazel Varney. <laughs> she don't look good. She don't look good at all. She look like Jim Varney. Like, how you get work done multiple times and still look bad? And look worse every time you go in. Easy. When you ugly inside, ain't no amount of fixing the outside gonna make it pop. Well, you know what? That's... The, ins- the, ins- the outside started ugly and then the inside ugly, so you can't fix them. Mm. Pop my insecurities, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> she is she is she is a very trash human being. Um I got something else for you in the group chat. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but while we doing why Jeremy going to cuss me out, um, I wanna and say you. <laughs> um, I'm report, also, how do you report somebody from iMessage? Please Hazel respond. E, Krusty the clown is what you are talking about. She ain't no clown, she ain't no frog. Bitch, you are the ultimate clown, bitch. Tommy the clown, Krusty the clown. Ronald McDonald, bitch, you are the ultimate circus act. What are you talking about? You're a loser. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And we said it already, but if this Asian woman don't go somewhere and make us some kimchi and leave corrupt, drunk, stupid ass alone, please. Yes. Like Tony Lee, he, nigga he barely he barely had a piece of career. What is you holding on to? Well, I mean, <laughs> like, come on. I mean, we're gonna tell the truth and shame the devil. And we are. Yeah. And he is. Like he was Otis, and ain't nobody coming to see Otis. Nobody. And I mean, are we? Are we I mean, we you know we trash and we gonna joke, but like for real, for real, Tony, you do not need that nigga. Like for real. You do not. He 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 is very like toxic, like dead ass toxic. And yeah. he 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 barely be sober. And even when he's sober, it's not it it doesn't look very beneficial to you to be with this nigga. So just leave him. Like for real. Like just aside, just leave him. Agreed. Yeah. Um that was it for Marriage Bootcamp Hip Hop Editions episodes one and two. But the king that reigns supreme is back on our airwaves. Shaitan. Shaitan. They really be playing that nigga's music. And I t- <laughs> um, this isn't a new season. This is a continuation of season six. So this is season six, episode 13. Chicago ain't that big. Um, what's going to be made painfully obvious to us this season is the Ryan, Kitty, Rachel, Love Triangle. Ryan, a Ryan, fuck nigga. Ryan is a fuck nigga. Yeah. Um, but before we get there, I want to ask, is Charmaine dead ass with this scooter? <laughs> you don't you don't feel ashamed of yourself for being that fucking lazy while you pregnant. And I've been pregnant before. And Mike could attest to this. When I was sick of being pregnant, what they told us to do? Go walking. Get up, move around, do something. <laughs> Help your body prepare for labor. You cannot just sit around. Like, unless you are very, very high risk, if you are healthy enough, they recommend you getting up, walking around, helping your body prepare for labor. They recommend leaning against the wall and doing squats and trying to get those hip, those hips, those hip muscles and flexors and shit going so that you can have a healthier 
um, labor and delivery. So when she was riding around in that scooter, like white Michael Jackson from the Simpsons, remember when he was real fat? <laughs> Lisa, it's your birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday, Lisa. That one, I was like, Charmaine, you dead ass. Like, I didn't know if I was watching Black King Chicago or playing Mario Kart on my Switch. <laughs> I just bust out laughing. I was like, you know what? Oh, okay, girl, I guess. She said it was yeah. neat out there. I was like, you're going to listen to a nigga that got the same hairline as Kevin Durant, but okay. Right. So, I was yeah, He don't like, know what he doing. You don't know what y'all doing. God bless that baby. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, Ryan hired Bella back and Which, he mm. end up it ended up going from a guest spot to a permanent spot at Nine Mag for Drea from mm. Second City Inc. The same Drea that was doing all of the dragging of Ryan and had so much to say mm. about Ryan mm. incongruence with Jess. Mm. You are mm. now working in his shop and looking mm. like that's the best shop you've ever worked in. Mm-hmm. Come on, friend. Come on in. Mm, I know you I want was, to. I was waiting for us to get here. How quickly those tables do what, friend? They turn. You was talking mad breezy about Ryan on behalf of Justin Charmaine. Didn't even know the man from a can of paint. But we see you up here. You, we see you up here in the paint, in the cut, in his damn shop with a job. Because <laughs> she realized Charmaine didn't know what the fuck she was doing. Mm, 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 mm. How quickly allegiances shift when that check is on the line. I tell you what, boy. Mm. And Ryan, you hiring back Bella. I just... What did she do other than cause mess and get drunk? Please tell me. Because she didn't contribute not a goddamn... She didn't contribute shit to you. She didn't contribute shit to Van. She didn't contribute shit to Sharp. She didn't contribute shit to nobody. But mess and fights. So, you know, I I mean, it's your shop and can't nobody tell you shit, which honestly is kind of the problem. But, you know, who are me to judge, Ryan? Who are me to judge? Continue, friend. Good. <laughs> Good to hear um, look, everybody. Don is living with four, and he and Ashley are not together, and this nigga is on a monk spiritual journey, basically. <laughs> Nigga looking like the last airbender. <laughs> um, but this this a lot I feel like, and let me just say now, we're gonna continue to discuss it, but it don't matter. But a lot of the Don and Ashley drama is fabricated. Um, seeing as how I was just on Don's Instagram last week and he and Ashley were celebrating like their third or fourth uh marriage anniversary. Mm. Mm. So, but he. I mean, I feel like they have to fabricate their shit because they're not interested otherwise, and they and honestly, they're not even interested with the shit that they do got going on. So, yeah. Meanwhile, what else? What other purpose do they serve? Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, let's be real. I mean, Don be on the show and he be in the shop, but he don't really do that much. And actually, she has no purpose on the show other than the get on the honors and all nerves. So ain't got no choice but to fabricate they shit. Yeah. Um, 
But I'm laughing at Don saging everybody in the damn Listen. room. Listen, fam, <laughs> you got to do your home homework. You can't sage. You can't sage a space and not open a window for the bad energy to escape. Now all the bad spirits is just saged up and bouncing around. Really about to fuck you up now. I don't say they bounce. They, you got the you got the spirits nooking and booking and ready to fight because you ain't open yeah. up the goddamn window. You ain't open up a window. Open up the door. So please be careful, y'all. Read up on what y'all be doing so y'all ain't out here looking stupid. Right. Okay. Um, I was but, screaming at this nigga talking about he on a spiritual journey of enlightenment, and that's listen, niggas who be niggas who love cheating, love going on spiritual journeys, don't they? Don't they? <laughs> like, like you didn't think the cons- console the spirits before you decided to stick your dick in somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> the I'm spirits to didn't tell you. The spirits didn't tell you to stop. <laughs> they ain't give you no. They ain't give you no advice. Like the vibes ain't right, I you know I'm just saying. <laughs> mm. Mm. Speaking of cheating niggas, continue because I think I know where you're going. Yep, uh, Kitty. Um, first of all, they cut open to Kitty looking good in the motherfucker, <laughs> and it sounds like her like they running back footage of Ryan saying we in a relationship. And I don't want you feeling disrespected. And it's multiple times they made it a point just to keep... for this nigga to go on a vacation with Rachel to Mexico, and they sharing videos, and then all the videos come out. I love you. I love mm-hmm. you too. Rachel talking about you, you, what you know about I me and Ryan is we have a bond. We have a bond. Forever mm-hmm. a baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> Oh, I love my baby mother. I never let her go. Ooh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so Kitty like decides she gonna confront Ryan and Ryan yeah. immediately starts gaslighting her. Like, yep. Ryan, you are a fuck you are a fine ass fuckboy, but you a fuckboy for real because yep. you told that woman y'all was in a relationship. You told yep. that woman you was looking to move on and yep. things was done with you and Rachel. Yet they here you are them, talking about I never told you we was gonna grow to anything, but you did say we in a relationship. Yeah, you did say that, Ryan. You talking about it's your fault that you took an inch and take you saw an inch and took a mile. Nigga, you gave her the mile. You Absolutely. gave her the inches, literally. Because you, I, if, if a man tell me we, I'm in a relationship with you, I'm in a relationship with you. Yeah, like you did that, Ryan. You know, like... <laughs> and you said it before, friend. Honestly, we've all said it. Hell, our fr- Curtis said it. We've all said it. Ryan and C's honestly the same nigga. Ryan just They attractive. are. Ryan just attractive. Yeah. That's really it. They the same type of nigga. Which damn kitty, you got bad luck. <laughs> but they the same you type of nigga. Through, you went through all of this for two niggas who don't really respect you like that. Right. Damn kitty. Cause that nigga, all that nigga did was gaslight and lie. Like niggas you tend know, to do. That motherfucker. Here for a pimp. That- <laughs> I apologize. When you gotta get the kitty for the rent. Um <laughs> like, but yeah, Kitty. Like, like I, you know, Kitty made bozo decisions. She does, but she didn't deserve to be gaslit like that. Cause Ryan, you a fuck nigga. You a pill line. Like they made it a point to run that bean footage back. Like, like VH1 was like, nigga, you might play in Kitty face, but you're not finna play in ours. We got the receipts. Got him. You, you a fuck nigga, Ryan. <laughs> like you, you really are. <laughs> like truly. 
You a fuck, you a fuck nigga, and can't nobody tell you that you a fuck nigga. That's the that's the that's the sad part about it. Like, can't nobody yeah. pull you to the side. Like, nigga, you are fucking up right now. Nah. And looking at who looking at who close to you, I mean, we know Ford don't we know Ford don't like to speak up because you know he got some bitch in him and Don hell y'all the same type of nigga, so of course he not gonna say nothing to you. Yeah, hell, even though y'all ain't cool, it ain't like Van was gonna say nothing to you either, hell. <laughs> Cause he 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 the same type of type of nigga too. So Yeah. Just a, a bunch uh, just a bunch of fuckboys around. <laughs> yeah, too many for my liking, if we was to be honest. Um let me uh hop back in my notes. Okay, so we talked about the uh Ryan Eddie Curry his sister Nova situation um some time back, yes, and it's very fitting that Eddie Curry was on the show, um, and he and Ryan talked a little bit, um, and I was not upset at Ryan's uh willingness to have something to do with Eddie Curry for the sake of giving his nephew as much normalcy as possible. Uh, I remember Eddie Curry, that article, I remember reading it and I remember two, I felt two emotions. I was aggravated that, that it took the loss of a life for you to hold yourself accountable but then there was a sense of, I, I'm not proud per se, but I was happy you took some accountability. I was happy you didn't try to throw this blame to Ryan's sister or on your wife's shortcomings. It was all about your bullshit and you owned up to it. Um, I, I was taken I aback. Yeah, I was taken aback when Ryan was basically like Eddie Curry. The first time he met the infant daughter, she was in a casket. Yeah, that kind of broke my, that broke my heart a little bit. Um, but as we can see, Eddie Curry makes sure that uh, his son gets to know his mom's side of the family because that's something that we had asked about. Remember? Yeah, that's something we had asked about. So I was I I I like that he got Ava's name tattooed on his knuckles. Um. Ryan doing good work tattooing as always. Yeah, that tattoo was fire. Uh, and then after that, uh, first of all, Van's daughter is a beautiful young woman. Ain't she uh, though? She from the last time we don't seen her, she is really coming to her own. Yeah, she really has. Um, she hadn't I been like, on the last couple of seasons. I don't. No, she think. hadn't. First of all, Jen, that wig is a fucking mess. Well, it's Jen. You know she's gonna do that. Anyway. Um, but Bree, uh, Bree wanted. She's having an 18th birthday party, and she wanted she wanted Ryan, Don, Four, and Charmaine to come. Um, so she told her dad she was inviting them, and she wasn't gonna let they beef get in the way of her inviting her uncles. Because um, even if me and you stop being friends tomorrow, I would hope you wouldn't act like my child don't exist when exactly. you've been in their life and they've been like a niece or a nephew to you. Um, and they did come. Yeah. They end up coming with no bullshit. With no bullshit, nothing but respect, nothing but fun. Um, but I am fucking howling at Ryan being like, Oh, we ain't here to rekindle no friendships. Basically, like it's still fuck you, Van Fever. And I couldn't agree more because was it worth it? 
Was it worth siding with Kat when Kat was the one in the wrong? Was it worth siding with Charmaine when Charmaine was the one in the wrong? Um, and losing one of your best friends? Not really. But I do love that they got love for the babies and they showed love and they showed up and they had a good time. But the highlight of it all, come on, Jeremy. Come on. Come on in this room. Hello, Karis. Are we doing government names now? Oh, that's how we doing? <laughs> First of all, I didn't even know that was Kitty's real name. That's a cute name. I like that. Yeah. Harris. That's a cute name. But this nigga right. <laughs> First of all, Kitty, why you let that nigga, I don't know what his name is. Why you let that nigga from Charmaine shop <laughs> you vandalize that nigga shit? <laughs> well, he probably did it, but why you was there, girl? <laughs> why? Why? Why did you why? do that? Why did you let him do that? Girl, as soon as he was like, should as he put on that goddamn ski mask, you should have been like, driver, oh, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I don't want nothing to do with this. I'm mad at this nigga, but I don't want to do that like this. Mm-mm. <laughs> because, girl. Karis. Hello, Karis. I, also, I love how Ryan's like, I thought Shada was classier than that. Uh, Have you met Kitty? Like, no shade, but have you met Kitty here? Have you met you? <laughs> like, right. Just when you like, deserve a classy woman. It, nigga, again, did, did, what, who we just mentioned? Cat. <laughs> like, nigga, Cat. Um, Charmaine cousin. Then, yeah, hell, Charmaine herself. Ryan, sir. <laughs> sir. You need to look at the man in the mirror because nothing about you is classy at all. So you can't be holding nobody else to a classier standard that you don't hold yourself to. I need you to get off the gas, sir. And fast. I need you to get off the gas. Like you, 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 you doing too much, Ryan. You, you doing way too much. Um. <laughs> Lily. <laughs> so you know i was just sitting here watching you know black king chicago living the episode so far i thought it was a good way to come back and uh i was just being like you know i am so glad that lily is not here then this consuela shows up this ugh tamale shows up because Brie invited her. She wanted to show up and I guess show love to Brie, which you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say nothing bad about Brie inviting her. Uh, that producer, them producers are like, uh, you can't come in. You, you are got not to welcome. Go. You got to go. They was like, we didn't know Brie invited you. Uh, this is no shade to Brie, but you can't enter. And she was like, for why? And the producer was like, uh, girl, because you're racist. Uh, the N-word. These niggas don't fuck with you because of that. She gonna say, but y'all been new. <laughs> <laughs> Which, honestly... Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we're not finna say that like Lily hadn't been saying nigga before everything blew up. But we don't care, fired. you flouncing flouter. You out of <laughs> here. You, you, you putrid puta. Like, we not gonna act like you hadn't been saying that shit before. Everything came to a head. 
So honestly, even though it's fuck you, you kind of read them for filth because y'all should have yeah. been let her go. You should have been gone. Should have been gone. Then they gonna post. They then here, here she go proving again that she don't get the lesson. Talking about y'all gonna pull the black card to keep me out of here. Well, actually, yes, bitch. <laughs> that's, that's exactly uh, what happened. Duh. That's exactly uh, duh, what we yeah. plan to do, sweetie. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, okay, like <laughs> you, you, you take your mambo sauce somewhere else, bitch. You can't come in here. <laughs> Thank you. You take your you you and Goya can go. Goya, All Goya, right. Goya, going, you're gone. Okay, go- I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> I should edit that out. That should have been no. Nah, keep that in. <laughs> that is gold. Keep that in. <laughs> Made that a hit, Lana. Don't you leave that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> you right. Let me figure my notes. I mean, it, I mean, I mean. Listen, we don't fuck with the nigga that you paired it, so it's fine. People know we don't fuck with that nigga. Uh, but, but yeah, Lily, you proved that you ain't learned a goddamn thing. That's why you can't come in, girl. Yeah, we playing the black guard. Fuck them. And make sure to give Bree Bree this gift. You should have. You should have known. You should have known as an adult. You should have known. Okay, these people don't like me, Bree. I'll just uh, send you this gift. I I FedEx it to you, something, and wish you a happy birthday, girl. Why you play yourself like that, Lily? You up here still built like a quesadilla with tattoos on your thighs. Talking about also, now that tattoos. I think about it, now that I think about it, since we here talking about Lily, I saw on TMZ. That she got arrested for domestic um, abuse and assault. So not only have you not learned to not be racist, you have also learned not to keep your goddamn hands to yourself. Lily, you just a fucked up individual. And I hope we never. I'm see glad. You again. I'm glad you got arrested for assault. Good for you, bitch, because you always put your hands on somebody. Yeah. Always. So Always. you got I mean, beat if, up. If, if we being honest, she should have been arrested for putting hands on Junior. Yeah. Because uh, Junior, you know, Junior a wild boy. He is, but uh, he ain't deserve for you to put your goddamn hands on him. Can we... Um, And I mean, so the season looks very promising because Jess is going to come back. I guess this Ryan, this Ryan shit got Kitty not really doing her job the way she should be. Um, so Charmaine brings Jess back while she's on maternity leave or whatever. And that's going to be a big to-do. Uh, Ryan and Rachel going to be beefing. Um, let's see. Uh, Don and Ashley going to be trying to figure it out. Four probably just gonna be somewhere getting his ass ate. I don't know. Can never be too sure. Um which fell. Um, and that's it. But before we go, I wanna talk about Talib Kwali. Because Is he still going. Listen, I get it, okay? He's been mad for seventy two hours now. Um, you don't ever want your spouse getting tangled up in no bullshit, and you don't want people to feel that they can get dis get comfortable disrespecting your spouse get or your your spouse or your partner on Twitter. But my nigga, 
However, Before you ran up in there with that cape super tight tied around your fucking neck, you should have made sure that you wasn't having a, a outside baby and was on your way to the baby shower the same day you was arguing about people disrespecting your wife on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You damn sure should have been more mindful of those sexual assault and harassment allegations made against you by former artists you work with before you start talking about disrespect. You should have made sure that you and your wife haven't had the police called on you because y'all have got into physical domestic disputes at parties. Before you run in wild and blazing with your cape swinging about disrespect and who can disrespect what, at least make sure you are giving the disrespect that you are trying to force others to give to said person. You mean do respect, friend? You have been arguing for 72 hours with a woman for 72 hours who just only retweeted a tweet that said you had a light-skinned wife, to which I don't think your wife is light-skinned. And the more I think about it, I understand that social media has a huge problem with colorism because they don't even know if somebody is light-skinned or not. Yes. Which is why not I stay being out of those dark, Not being dark-skinned don't make you light-skinned. Look, can I... Let me say it one time. One more time. You don't... Just because you aren't dark-skinned... It don't make you light skinned. Yeah. Like there are I so still... many shades of black across the spectrum. There's yeah. so many other rich shades other than, okay, if you ain't dark, you light. Yeah, I don't I think still... his wife is light skinned. I think she is like a caramel inching towards light brown complexion. That's yeah, still, personally I still... what I think. You motherfuckers, light skinned Keisha thinks she light skinned. No, <laughs> light skin Gladys Knight. Like, I stay away from colorism conversations on Twitter because Twitter is not the medium for that because motherfuckers don't know what the fuck they talking about. But what I do know is that Talib Kweli, I I would say I have never seen Talib go as hard at another man as he did this young lady. That's what I do know. That motherfucker didn't go that hard at Vibe Pop when Vibe Pop was trying to expose him. AK, I'm not saying that nigga's current Twitter name because you won't get no shine on here. Well, tip silver filter. We remember the North remembers. Um, sit y'all stupid asses down. That's what I can say. And respect your wife before you start complaining about other people disrespecting her. Cause you in the same boat with everybody else. But that's why your wife was on there talking about she might need some new dick in her life. So mm. take care of home so another nigga won't have to. No, I'm that's toxic. <laughs> that's okay though I mean well hmm. anyways I mean, let's get out of here before the toxic really seep out okay? yeah, we get canceled. Uh, thank y'all for listening thank y'all for tuning in tell a friend to tell a friend share the show with your friends your loved ones your co-workers that you will smoke weed with uh, leave us reviews five stars please no one star wolves thank you so much Purchase uh, some merch check out all the shows on the network thank you for listening we'll be back next week we out next Bye.